Have you been to Express lately? People can't get enough of their clothes. They're like insta-confidence boosters. The jeans come in a temp-control fabric that keeps you comfortable no matter the weather. And the t-shirts, hands down, they'll feel like they're made of the softest fabric you've ever worn. And get this, the suits have stretch and look sharp. Like, what? How do they do that? Everyone's raving about the newest looks from Express. Just check out the five-star reviews. See for yourself and shop the latest at Express.com and in stores. Hello and welcome to another episode of the GC Sunscast. I'm your host Shane. Joining me on the phone is Tom. Welcome to the show, Tom. Yeah, g'day Shane. How's it going, mate? Yeah, good. It's been a hectic uh, couple of weeks, both off-field for us and on-field with the AFL trade period. Now, a lot has gone down, but before we jump into it, let's discuss some of the uh, admin side of things for the GC Sunscast. First of all... We want to pay our respects to Old Soul. He was a valued member of the GC Sunscast community and was our first Patreon donor and gave a lot of his time and money to the show. And unfortunately, he's passed away. So we'd just like to thank thank him, pay our respects, thank, our, thank his friends and family. And I think... He will forever be a Patreon donor for the GC Sunscast, forever remembered. Yes, very sad. And, uh, yeah, as his family said, um, they thanked us for making an old man happy. So happy to do that. Um, But, yes, just a bit of a reminder of our mortality. Uh, It's not always about footy, but for him, uh, every week he liked to join in. And he was very interactive as well with us, uh, always sending his messages and and having a chat while we were doing the show, so we'll miss that. And, um, yeah, uh, condolences to his family if they're listening. So I think what we'll do is we'll call the Patreons, our old soul Patreons. Stad, Paul Vosti, Tom Kim, Chris Moore, James Wood, Brody Burgess, Kate Kelland, and Tim. Thank you all for your support. And now we can get on to the juicy bit of uh, what happened throughout the trade period. Let's start off with the biggest news, Tom. Jack Martin. Yeah, well, it was, it was, it was all, all in the end. We're reading and hanging on every, every new update. And um, as the trade deadline came down to zero seconds, no suns, no blues in the room, and nothing happened. And it wasn't just Jack Martin. There was a lot of other things that had to happen for his deal to get done, and it was a fizzer. It was. I, I I expected the deal to get done, but obviously Carlton didn't want to give up that first-round draft pick, which Craig Cameron had said right from the start needed to be involved in it. And in the end, after the trade period, we found out that it was as simple as a, a pick slide from the Suns pick 15 to the Sun to Carlton's pick nine, but that still wasn't good enough for Carlton. And, uh, in the end, I think it highlights more that they're just not capable of getting deals done when it matters. No, that, and, and this is this not isolated. Um, Carlton for a very long time now, they, the way they do deals, whether it's whether it's trades or even pick swaps, is that they have to finish in front. 
they're not going to do a trade where it might be perceived that they've, you know, given away a player cheaply or this and that. I mean, they've they have had the worst trade period of every club, and they're saying that the only thing that'll save them is 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 if they get somehow get Jack Martin to free. But, but I don't know if that's going to happen. What do you think? Well, I yeah, I don't think it will happen. Um, I mean. Jack Martin's got a few options here now. He can sign a new contract with the Gold Coast Suns, and even if it is just a one-year contract, he will then be a restricted free agent next year. And Mm -hmm. if he decides to leave, he can then basically walk to any club of his choice. And the Gold Coast Suns would probably just let him walk, and in return, if the offer's good enough, the Suns will get a compensation pick from the AFL, and it it could be as early as a, a top five pick, depending on where the Suns finish. Um, Let, let's get this straight right now. So there's a number of scenarios. So the scenario number one will be that in the next two weeks, Jack Martin turns around to the Suns and says, okay, I want to stay and, and I want to just sign on a contract now and let's not stuff around with, with, with going to the draft or anything like that. I'm, I'm a, he's a contractor player right now and, 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 uh, and he's tied to us. Um, he's not a free agent in any way, shape, or form. Uh, we, we were able to trade him, but that trade deadline has passed. Another scenario is that he goes to the national draft, but I really don't see him doing that because there's just so much risk involved in, you know, another club values him highly, they can get him, and he can't set his own price. Or he goes to the preseason draft where he names his price, and he could say, I want a million bucks. And the Suns could say, well, we've got first pick in the in the preseason draft, but we don't want to pay you a million bucks. Melbourne says, yeah, no, we don't want that either. And Carlton are a pick three, so they, they can they can pay that if they've organised that with him to do that and perhaps front load a big deal. There may be some other things that could, could, could happen, deals behind closed doors and all the rest of it, but those are the three main likely scenarios. Yeah, I mean, one of those deals that could happen is the clubs are still allowed to trade draft picks. So Carlton could heavily favour a trade uh, to the Gold Coast Suns and then Gold Coast Suns delist Jack Martin. Mind you, that trade would need to seem fair on its own right for the AFL to approve it. It would need to be the Gold Coast getting pick nine. And and in, in and perhaps trading points value equivalent of pick nine and essentially giving up on getting anything back for Jack Martin, but moving up in the draft is worth more than points value, isn't it? Yeah, it is. At least for the Gold Coast Suns. Um, yeah. And I I think both Melbourne and the Gold Coast would seriously consider Jack Martin if he went to the preseason draft. Um, I'm not sure about Melbourne's salary cap, but I know they were heavily looking into a few players and the Gold Coast Suns were reported to be willing to pay Brad Crouch up to $800,000 or maybe more. So I can I can see those clubs making a, a bid for Jack Martin and Melbourne yep. were interested in him when he was looking around and they may now be able to to convince him to come to, to Melbourne. So it's not a... It's not a given that Jack Martin will end up at Gold Coast, uh, sorry, at Carlton. Uh, no. And it's really a wait and see to see, to find out how this all plays out. 
Do you think that in the heat of the season where ordinarily Jack Martin is an automatic selection and after this many years proving himself, he, he should be, but because he shopped around last year and because of the reset of the club, it was decided by the players that he wouldn't be in the leadership group and he finds himself coming back from an injury a little bit too soon and having just a really poor game and, and then being told, well, look, go back to the kneeful, have a good game, and then you're back in the senior team. And, of course, he goes back and has three quarters of brilliant footy in the kneeful against undefeated Brisbane, which the whole AFL media has completely overlooked and said, oh, he got dropped. I mean, there's, there's reasons, right? Well, then, if you, if, you, if, you, if you look at how he was feeling at that time, he's been dropped... Then he plays in reserve grade and gets injured, and then a couple of weeks later decides to nominate Carlton. Is it a is it a decision made in the heat of all of that, the frustration of injury and then another injury on top of it, and bad form and just you know being. We were all surprised that he got dropped, but we were unsurprised considering he had an eight touch game in, in a heavy loss and something had to give, and we had players returning. And there were reports that? that in those kneeful games, he was carrying a knee injury. Uh, before yeah. and after the game, he had yeah. ice on his knee. So I yeah. think all that's getting uh, overlooked. It wasn't reported by the Gold Coast Suns as Jack Martin having an injury. But mm. I, I would assume that that played a part in him not getting back into the senior side. As well as, yeah. uh, basically, it seemed like behind closed doors, the club knew that he was going to ask for a trade-out. Now, he, yeah, there, he, I mean, there, there, there is that speculation over the timing, but essentially, that's water under the bridge, and, and, and Carlton didn't want him enough to pay what he was worth, and he, he's, he has to consider that he's worth a first-round pick. I mean, you know, he knows that there's a money value that he wants, and they were offering that, so, you know, they were offering more than we're paying Brandon Ellis, so he wasn't worth a second-round pick, so... Yeah, no, I think there's a lot lot going on there and I would not be surprised if coaches and players can talk him out of that that original decision considering what's just happened yesterday. Yeah, and I think if the Suns felt like Jack Martin was professional enough to do his job and play good football, they wouldn't have any hesitation with picking him up in the preseason draft if that was the case. Um, now, do you think this... This taking a stand and refusing to to give in to what Carlton wanted, that was probably the big story of it, I thought. Um, You know, we've had bad deals gone against us with the Weller trade and taking unders for for players leaving the club before in the past. Um, Mm. You know, well, look at last year, Colour Jasney got got lumped in with Stephen May. Cole Jasny cost a six. He he was taken at six in the national draft. And and then we ended up just being steak knives in the Stephen May deal. And you look you know, back like to the, the Jaeger Amira deal where we wanted yeah. two first-round draft picks and ended up settling for a first-round draft pick and a bunch of picks that equaled a first-round draft pick. Hawthorne never, ever pay fair value so i mean it's just this club standing up and in general it seemed to be a theme of the whole trade period of clubs Mm. taking back the power from the players now as a fan of the club not the players absolutely love it i can understand the players uh concerns their uh living issues their um freedom i guess you Mm. would say 
But it mm. is a business, and they're earning quite a good enough coin that, yeah. you know, it, it, they're only in the business for, at, at best, 10 to 15 years. Uh, at best, 15. At, at best. The, the average is more like six. Yeah. Some, so many players are in it for such a short time, and they, and they enter it when they're very young, and they make big money, and then and they're gone. So, and, uh, you know, look at someone like Tommy Nichols. I mean, we should acknowledge him firstly as, you know, a long, long-term long servant of the club, came in as a 17-year-old, just retired. Now, he hasn't played a lot of AFL football, and part of that's due to injury. And yet, he would have made a lot of coin over the years. He's, he's, he's done very well out of, out, of, out of AFL football. And there are a lot of players who have done very well out of AFL football where they would never have made that money elsewhere. So I don't buy it. The wanderways, I think maybe they're, they're just um, little kids who never grew up because no one's ever said no to them. They're, you know, they're millennials. They're, you know, it's... it's um, it's tough luck, really, for, for them. They, they can go and, and seek their fortune elsewhere. A lot of them haven't worked out where they've gone. A lot of them haven't had success. Some of them have. The media focuses on that. Um, look, um, Cal Archie's the other one I guess we need to uh, discuss. Um, mixed feelings over that one, Shane? No, not really. Um, we were after, I think, it, we're pick 21 was what the Suns were asking from the Lions. The Lions were only prepared to give, I think it was pick 34, and in the end, we traded him to Brisbane for a future second and a future fourth. Now, I think that's all fair for the Suns. The reason I think they went down the futures path is we already had four picks in the top 20 at this stage. Mm. And it, it, possibly we could have got more with the Martin deal. So mm. I think they were banking picks for next year where they can then sort of package them up and try to try to move up the draft order with the the amount of players already associated through the NGA with other clubs uh, you would expect a lot of those clubs will be looking to jump back for points value to do what the Suns and the Giants have been doing in recent years um, mm. to, to fill up those players and the Suns don't need later picks because we can now pre-list uh, any academy player um, so I, I think the future second, the future fourth is quite good value. It's probably, I think Brisbane's going to drop next year. Uh, they, they had a standout year. They had no injuries. They had one of the easiest draws in the competition. Yeah. Next, that's the main thing, isn't it? Next their, year. Their draw go, it goes from being, being playing, um, three bottom six sides twice to next year they'll play one bottom six side twice and that'll be us. Yeah. And, you know, so next year they're going to have a bloody tough draw. And yeah. on top of that, uh, I can't see them staying injury-free for a whole other season. We saw injury hit them in that last last two games of the finals and they didn't cope with it very well. They lost Mitch Robinson and that was basically all their grunt. If they had him playing in that mm. game against the Giants, they probably would have got over the line. Yeah, they would have been probably playing grand finals. But, um, you know, they, they do have a couple of guys. Look, look replacing Birchall for Hodge. Birchall's played, what, three games in three years or something? I mean, yeah, I, I thought he was washed up to be honest, um, and, and it seems like the Hawks think the same thing. So, 
Yeah, but I mean, without harping on Brisbane, um, you know, Callard, she's missed half the games in his career that he that he's been available for. So, you know, if he can get right as far as his fitness is concerned and, and play twenty two games, then good luck. But he's never done it for us, so I don't see why he's going to start anytime soon. Um, but yeah, you know, well, good luck to him. I, I, I was I was a bit pissed off about things with, you know, uh, and it probably built up a bit with the with the trade period. But he can. Um, he can now, without having too much disruption to his personal life, go on and and and, uh, and try and sort of make a success of his career because he never really did much with us. Well, yeah, if he's lining up on half back for the Lions, uh, when the uh, Suns play the Lions, I'll be cheering for a Nick Coleman or a Sean Lemons to lay some pretty <laughs> bruising tackles on him when he tries to go near the ball. Um, yeah. Next up, we've got not? Hugh Greenwood came over from mm-hmm. Adelaide. Now the highlights package, he looks quite damaging. A, a midfielder that can float forward and actually kick goals. So mm. he, he looks really good. Now, he's got heaps of improvement in him. He's only played 50 games. He is 28, but he started only three years ago, I think, or four years mm. ago. Four, yeah. Um, well, well, four years ago, but it really started to come into his own in the last three seasons. And he, he hasn't actually had a full preseason yet. He's, he's always had issues that stopped him from completing a full preseason. So if he can complete a full preseason for the Suns, we, we're going to see the best of Hugh Greenwood, and I'm really liking what he can bring to our team. And we got him for an absolute steal as well, uh, giving Adelaide a future third and a future fourth. Yeah, well, I mean, that, that, that's virtually the same as what we what we got back for for uh, Kalamachi. So you call that a... Uh, and the thing a complicated is, swap, but you know, the, 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 it's a future picks. We we we've we got plenty of future picks to muck around with, and them. also their third and fourth round picks, which we're very unlikely to use. Yeah. Um, yeah. Now, also, we've got Zach Smith returning. Uh, former ruckman was in inaugural ruckman for the Gold Coast Suns. I remember watching him play in his first few games and thought, "Geez, this kid's got real talent to be a, a star ruckman," but yeah. he he just didn't. Uh, progress now he, he doesn't seem to have developed the aggro that you need the aggression to play as a ruckman and he's more of a, a gentle joint but he's uh come back because uh tom nichols retired as he touched on earlier and so we picked him up for a, a late fourth round pick i think it was to give to geelong and hopefully zach smith will be a good solid needle ruckman for us yeah, look on on balance, we we uh, we lost one player, we gained three, uh, and we and we'll get to the fourth player who we signed signed up um, to as a B rookie, um, and and we, we we on balance we've still got all our draft picks, you know we we got a little bit in for Archie, we had to send a little bit out. Um, the the deal last year with Richmond, the trade of the third round picks. That sent Miles and Corey Ellis our way. Well, that that's the pick from Richmond that we sent to Geelong for Smith, who who returning to the Gold Coast Suns. Nobody's done that before, and I don't think it'll be the last time either. Um, it, it does happen. I mean, look, Gary Ablett returned to the the Cats. Um, you know, it, uh, Eddie Betts returning to to the Blues. It does happen, and um, you know, who who knows what could happen in, in the future. Uh, I, I'd say uh, Stephen May would probably like to end his career here, considering the North Northern Territory link that we now have, you know, and we certainly won't be giving us a, a pick six to Melbourne for him. 
So, you know, good good, good to see uh, Zach Smith. Um, you know, he, he, he lost his place to Tom Nichols, and that's one of the reasons why he wanted to leave the club in the first place. So, um, you know, we, we, we get losing to retirement, a player who's been a great servant, but, you know, isn't challenging for, for Witsy's spot. I don't think Zach Smith is essentially going to challenge for Witsy's spot, but having a genuine ruckman there who's... He's played for Geelong. Like, I mean, uh, he's played 40-odd games for Geelong. So, you know, the, anyone who plays that many games for, for a, a you know a perennial contender is decent enough. Um, he fell out of favour there, but, you know, um, who knows what can happen here. Even if he plays, you know, 30-odd NEFL games like, like Tommy Nichols and, and just doesn't crack it in the AFL, it's important for our development that we have the same structure. So having a, a, a genuine ruckman who will be who de- you know, he'll dominate Neefel, we know that. Yeah, and hopefully that's that's where he stays. Um, if if he's playing AFL ruck, then we've got some serious problems with Jared Witts succumbing to an injury or something. Mm. Um, the next player on the list is Brandon Ellis. Uh, we touched a lot about him on our last episode because I think we mm. knew by then that he was coming over. So we yep. won't dwell on that too much, but his highlights package looked great. A lot of people saying that he's soft and sort of shirks away from from the heavy contacts, but that's not what I saw in that highlights package. And no. uh, ho- hopefully we see the best of Brandon Ellis again. He brings solid leadership to the club. And, yeah. uh, re- if you've been a renter, you know it's stressful to find the perfect place. But Zillow Rentals make it easy. They have filters for pretty much everything, so you can find a rental that's big enough for entertaining your friends, but small enough they won't crash all weekend. Find your sweet spot on ZillowRentals.com. Really provides a bit of on-field leadership as well as uh, culture-building stuff. Yeah, look, I, I think I think basically the when when it comes down to it, a guy like Brandon Ellis when he when he was very very raw. And Richmond were, you know, still years away from contending. He, you know, he had his peroxide blonde hair, and he played in defence. And you know, he just had some gaffes. He just had some really memorable games where, you know, I think I said this last time. I I, I was guilty of of saying to my Richmond mate that you know all they have to do is get rid of Ellis, and, and Richmond will be a contender. You know, and it couldn't have been further from the truth. He. He's really been a part of their two premierships and a part of their, you know, they rocketed up. They've been the best team for the last three seasons. And apart from their loss against Collingwood in last year's prelim, they probably would have won three flags in a row. Um, they are worse off losing him. And, and it's uh, it's our game. We've got him for five years. He's, he's just going to be tremendous. And, and and as a person, he's a terrific guy. I mean, it's a great story. You know how he came from, you know, pretty much poverty, living in housing commission, and um, bought him bought his parents a place, and you know he's living the dream, and it's you know he deserves his payday, and, and we didn't have to pay anything for him in, in terms of draft picks. So, yeah, we 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 are a far better team with him in the in the top twenty two. Okay, and. I guess probably arguably the best news that came out of the trade period was Ben King re-signed for another two years to stay at the Gold Coast Suns. Um, yeah, I, I don't really know what to say except suck it, Victorian media. Yeah, look, um, St Kilda might have won the trade period, but that's the one 
signature or the uh, the one player that they were hoping to to get, and now they will not. I mean, you know, the, you, the, a contract is a contract is a contract. So he could, uh, you know, get to the end of this season and and, and request a trade. Don't think so. Nothing, nothing about the timing or the words that he was using. Um, he spoke very well, and, and so did Mark Evans. It may it seemed to me that the timing was back off Melbourne media. I, I went to visit my brother and had a few photo opportunities. It didn't mean anything about going wanting to go to St Kilda, and in fact, I think it's a terrible idea to have those two guys in the same club. It's just it just wouldn't work. It wouldn't work at all. Yeah, you've been strong on that uh, because Max has always sort of taken pole position from Ben, uh, forcing Ben to play in different positions. And now we're starting to see this year that Ben is just a natural forward. He's really yeah. gifted as a, a number one target forward. And if Max is the same, it's they can't both be number one targets, can they? No. No, and you you just you just wouldn't. And the only way you could have two two hundred centimeter plus players in the same forward line is if one of them is a ruckman, and neither of them are. And it wouldn't you wouldn't Max wouldn't want to become a ruckman with his knee and ankle issues. And Ben doesn't have to become a ruckman because we've got Peter Wright, we've got Sam Day, and even Chris Burgess showed that he can chop out. Um, and, and, of course, we've got Witsy, who doesn't need that much chop out. So we, we he can concentrate on being a full forward and um, and use that blistering pace. I mean, how fast was he on grand final day? Oh, yeah. You know, and he never looked like losing that game, that, that, that sprint. You could just see the look in his eye at the beginning and this, the way that he wound up. And, and when he got to full speed, everyone else just faded away. And we, we've seen that a couple of times in games, but... I think as the as the the, the first team, because um, this was this was our biggest problem, I believe in in, in this season is that uh, again we had to use you know forty players or something like that, and we didn't have the combinations. But at the the longer the season went on, the the side really started to gel with Ben, and he started to get a couple of bags, little bags. He'll he'll get he'll get some big bags next year um, that he'll know where to lead, when to lead. There'll be kicks over the top and there'll be all sorts of, you know, strategies to get the ball in the zone. If it if he can't mark it, he's good at ground level, you know. Yeah. He's 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 the guy that we build around because, uh, as they keep saying, tall forwards don't grow on trees. Peter Wright will be our, our ruck forward and there's no room for Max King, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. We'll... It'd be nice to reunite the brothers, but well, if, if Max wants to play in defence, we you know need an understudy for Rory. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay, so that sort of adds the uh, the three that we re-signed last, well, three of our top five draft, uh, top six draft picks from last year. Two yep. of them's re-signed in Rankin and King, yep. Lukosius and Rank, uh, and King, are great mates. And I'm hearing rumours that they made a pact with each other that if one re-signs, the other will too. So yeah. watch this space. Um, I wouldn't be surprised to see Lukosius sign before the start of next season as well. Yeah, I, I got a feeling that it's going to be before the trade. Um, I've, I've, I, I watched a video today of Mark Evans also 
foreshadow that there, there'll be some announcements regarding some Category B signings out of Darwin. And uh, and also, don't forget, Shane, we've got our, uh, our Category B signing from Ireland. Well, yeah, I just wanted to touch on that right now. So tell us yep. a bit about Luke Tui. 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 I I may not be right about that. You might have. I, I looked at it and thought it was Tui, but then there's Zach Tui, and that's a different spelling. Uh, T-O-W-E-Y. But I, I, uh, I asked Google, and Siri uh, Siri came back. So it was not Siri's Apple, isn't she? Uh, anyway, Google, Google, YouTube came back and told me that it's Toey. Uh, Luke Toey. Um, look, Luke Toey, uh, they had a special uh, combine Kind of uh, kind of event in August, and um, he ran a time that in the twenty meters that was faster than all of the best recruits at the National AFL Combine. That's just uh, just occurred a couple of weeks ago. Um, faster than Conor Bedarek, more agile than 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 um, than, than Matty Rowell, and um, and and it looks like he's going to be uh, Pierce Hanley's understudy. For the next couple of seasons, while we've still got Pierce on our list, so you know, the best case scenario is that we don't lose anything the day that Pierce retires, and we've got a, a you know he's already playing Neefel because uh, Luke Towie is uh, you know emerging. But you know, these the, as with these things, often you you need to have an Irishman or two on your list and, and just hope that one of them works out, don't you? Yeah, you do. Um... Excited to see, like, he, he was super fast. Um, mm. And he says he chose the Gold Coast Suns because the opportunity to learn from Pierce Hanley uh, yeah. was was great. So it'd be good to see Pierce uh, really take him under his wing, mentor mm. this uh, young Luke. And uh, I think Pierce Hanley was one of the quickest Irishmen to, to ever pick up the game and translate that to AFL skill. Mm. Um mm. Hopefully we see a similar result for Luke Toey. And uh, in a year or two time, he's playing in our best 22. Um, you mentioned before about Mark Evans in Darwin. Mm. Tell us what's going on there, because it looks like the Gold Coast Suns have decided not to have a game for points in North Queensland this year. And they'll be having a game in Darwin instead. Yeah, um... Actually, I don't know about the whether the North Queensland game is off. Um, I hope I hope that it's still on. But what I hope is that uh, the AFL can somehow manufacture another team to give away their home game, like we did back in the early days when we used to regularly beat the Tigers in Cairns, which was uh, some of my finest and fondest memories uh, as a Suns supporter. I often watch those those highlights, um, and we've got a a growing fan base and as as we know you know north queensland's our zone so we can't abandon them um and we've got a four-year deal to play an afl game for points every year in darwin which i think is great suns fans are going to have mixed feelings at uh, at fewer games at, at metricon aren't they especially if that went down to nine because you know you can't you can't play a game in Cairns, a game in Darwin, and then 10 games on the Gold Coast. It doesn't work like that unless the AFL intercedes. So it might be on our wish list, so you never know. But, yeah, it doesn't look doesn't look like the North Queenslanders are going to get a game for points, which is a, a bummer. Yeah, there was an article I read the other day. It looked to be a report that there were financial issues between 
Townsville, um, where the Suns played there this year. Um, I think they decided that the financial benefits wasn't as great as what they had first thought, so they decided not to continue. Um, and I don't think Cairns has decided to to jump back in. I think they might have been a bit dirty about it going to Townsville. Mm. So some sort of a North Queensland rivalry going on up there, maybe. But it would be good if the uh, club came out and let us know what's going on. I would rather the club play a game in North Queensland than Darwin. But mm. I understand the necessity to play a game in Darwin with their sons now being linked to the recruiting zone up there. That's uh, right. And also the financial benefits of uh, playing a game up in Darwin. Well, look, there, there are... Um, for the AFLW, and we, we will dedicate a lot more time in future shows for AFLW because, the, of course, they're having their draft same time as the men's. And, and um, the Darwin link has a much more immediate um, effect and benefit for the AFLW inaugural squad because four of their NT members are already already on the list. No, it looks like we've lost time. They've got none on the men's list yet. Uh, you're Am back, back? online. Yep. Yeah. Uh, uh, so, yeah, we've got four women on our list from the NT. Mark Evans has promised that we're going to try and try and raise that number um, as soon as next season. Um, and so, and, the, and the, there may be some announcements about uh, male and female players joining. Uh, now, in what capacity, we don't know. I mean, um, Mally Roses and Ben Junkfer are the two uh, highly rated guys who, who we can pre-list and I have a feeling that we will. Uh, however, there's, you know, seven or eight, academy guys from up there who are decent players who could come and join our academy in some some function or another um uh, especially when we go and play the um the nab league uh games so so um yeah we'll find out it's it's watch this space with nt because there's more announcements that'll be happening um and and i think it's a really amazing partnership that the suns can expand their territory uh, even though the Northern Territory is carved up into six zones. It's the Suns are getting the plum zone. All right. And finally, you touched on basically the the rookie talent coming through, and that yeah. still is still happening with our academy. We've got five Suns players nominated for the Allies Twenty Twenty Academy, with Alex Davies, Aiden Fife, Jack Johnston, Reese Nichols, and Ryan Pickering. Now, I've heard of Alex Davies and Jack Johnston. The other mm-hmm. three, I'm not so familiar with. Do you know anything about them? Yeah, well, I mean, the, the, the under-17s from this year, uh, they're, they're a cracking bunch, and the under-16s are, are, have potentially got even more. Uh, well, there's some famous names in the under-16s, um, p- particularly the under-17s that you just named. Um, Look, it's it's Jack Johnson and, and Alex Davies who've played Neefel, and that's kind of why we know them and we, we've mentioned them before. But the others are, um, are, are, are no slouches themselves. Um, certainly they've played all of the rep footy because, um, of course, at under-17 level, you still represent Queensland. Um, so they all play for Queensland. And, and um, yeah, it's it's terrific news. Uh, the, the Allies this year... Um, it's a little different to the, in the past, the, um, but 
we could get, you know, eight, nine or ten players playing or at least nominated for allies. Uh, got a feeling that number will increase. This is the uh, initial 30-man squad. Uh, so there are six teams that make up the allies and each team sends five. So they'll go through a bit of um, development over the summer. And then as the season proper uh, begins, then there's the chance for more Suns Academies guys to go and play for allies at the national championships. Um, but yeah, the the um, with the Darwin announcements and various things, there there will be a lot more um, academy footy because we'll have more academy players. There'll be especially more women's footy because now there'll be an opponent in the in the NT Academy of the Darwin Academy girls. So uh, yeah, all all good for the for the academy. It's it's growing bigger and better. Um, and of course, the um, the other thing that we may hear in coming days or weeks is um, is Ace. Um, we can le- announce him as a B lister whenever we want. He doesn't have to go through the draft or be pre listed or anything like that. So we will see. We will see. Okay. Well, that wraps up the list of all of our news articles. <laughs> That's a long list. Okay. I know. Yeah, we got through it. Yeah, we got through it. All right. So. Why don't we now look at delistings? Not a great topic for friends and family of the Suns players, but we do have. You've got the the list spots there, don't you? Do you know how many list yeah. spots we have free? Okay, so um, I'm, I'm still counting Jack Martin as on our senior list. Yeah. So we have 36 players on the senior list. But that includes Braden Crossley and Jack Martin. So the club has come out and said that they're not sure what they're going to do. So there's three outcomes. Braden Crossley stays on the senior list and the club keeps paying him. Braden Crossley gets delisted and then re-rookied and the club retains him as a non-playing rookie or the club delists him and waits for the outcome and potentially down the track he can come back to the club or or whatever. So we, we just don't know. Um I don't think he's going to stay on the senior list. That that would be very surprising. Um, I think the Collingwood model is is the one they've done three times now, where they've they've kept a guy on their on their rookie list uh, until his suspension was over. Um, and so we we potentially will have 34, 35, or thirty six senior spots, which means best case scenario. Uh, well, well, not best case because it's Jack Martin. But um, there's going to be between four and six senior spots available as we go into the draft. Now, another variable, Nick Holman was announced a two-year extension. He's only got one year of rookie availability, and I can't really see him staying on the rookie list after being extended. So I think it's congratulations, Nick, on, on being elevated, which now makes it. You know, four spots available, and if uh, yeah, anyway, th- this is all sounding confusing to listeners. Yeah, I yeah. will publish this on our Facebook okay. page so, so you can have you're, a look you're at saying it. four spots available. Does that include Greenwood, Smith, and Ellis now being on our list? And this is what I was coming to. Uh, no, it doesn't. So uh, Luke Toey goes on to the rookie list, and the three players that you just mentioned go on to the senior list. So we, Including we may Jack be Martin. looking at some. We may be looking at some more delistings in the coming days. So, so that would mean we've got thirty-nine players on the senior list as we speak. There's a maximum of forty. So 
We have one available list spot at the moment. We need at least two more available list spots to cover for the inclusion of Anderson, Rao, and I think you need to take three draft picks from the national draft. So that would be... Well, that would be Butterick. Yeah, Butterick. So that we, we're definitely going to have to to get some more list spots in there. Like mm. you said, Crossley, and I think there's a couple of other ones on there, maybe Young, could be delisted and sent onto the rookie list. So yeah, it's a... oh, well, well, we've got rookies who we've got rookie listed players who are uh, at risk as well. Like Harrison Wig, who's been with us for two years and hasn't played a game. So there is, there, there's one section of fans who say, well, he's just a tremendous potential talent. Uh, never played an AFL game with with the, with the Crows, but um, came very close. Was senior senior emergency five times or something ridiculous. Um, do we move him on in order to get a, a genuine rookie or keep him? Um, I don't think we move on. I think Sam Fletcher and Mitch Reardon are probably safe, and you'd think that Jacob Heron and Jacob Dawson are safe. So, no, there's, you know, no, there's, I don't there's, think there's just any guarantees here. on those two. They've been on the list for a two number years. of years now, haven't they? Well, I mean, they've put, they've put senior footy into them and they haven't performed terribly. Uh, they've been performing it. They've, they've been, I mean, anyone who come, you know, you could be Isaac Rankin. If you came into that side in, in round 23 and, and, and it was getting flogged every week, you, you're still, this team's still going to get flogged and you're not going to be that great a player. So, I, I think those guys play when we're really raw to the bone with injuries. And so I think keeping them would be a matter of seeing whether they can crack it into the best 22 and and then how do they go in a, in a team that's up and going and competitive. But again, as you say, they, they, could, be, they could be at risk. Um, someone's got to go. There's a lot of contracted players in there and there's a few uncontracted players. So... We will see announcements. I don't think they're going to wait till October 31. I don't think they're like that. Um, yeah, gee, I mean, Josh Schoenfeld could be uh, re-rookied, uh, even though he's contracted. Yeah, he's one of the first that I think of. But it, either way, it's going to be tough. Um, you know, we may have to say goodbye to uh, a solid citizen that's been with the club for a number of years. But that's yeah. all we've got time for tonight. And that's a, if we go any more further on that topic, it's a, it's a big can of worms. So let's yeah. not open that just yet. Save that for another episode, maybe next month. Um, all right, well, that's it for tonight. Thanks for tuning in to the GC Sunscast. Thanks for joining me, Tom. Yeah, my pleasure. Uh, go Suns. Yeah, go Suns. If you've ever been a renter, you know it's stressful to find a place with everything you love and nothing you don't. But did you know Zillow does rentals? It makes the search so easy. They have filters for pretty much everything, so you can find that place that's in your budget, but also isn't a shoebox. Or a place that's close to your parents, but far enough they have to call first. Plus, it's easy to apply, request tours, and pay rent in the app. Head to ZillowRentals.com and find your sweet spot. Have you been to Express lately? People can't get enough of their clothes. They're like insta-confidence boosters. The jeans come in a temp-control fabric that keeps you comfortable no matter the weather. 
And the t-shirts, hands down, they'll feel like they're made of the softest fabric you've ever worn. And get this, the suits have stretch and look sharp. Like, what? How do they do that? Everyone's raving about the newest looks from Express. Just check out the five-star reviews. See for yourself and shop the latest at Express.com and in stores.